This is Biz. I'm a stay-at-home mom with a preschooler. And I'm Teresa, a working mom with a toddler. This is a show about life after giving life. We all need a place to vent, so don't listen with your kids because there will be swears. This is One Bad Mother. This week it's Halloween, and we get advice from Amy Corbett Storch of Advice Smackdown. <laughs> I like that we can we can still wing it, Teresa. Oh my just, God. We're just winging it. So fun. Fucking love Halloween. Um, how are you? Oh, I feel like shit. Good. And I thought of something. Imminent baby. Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I thought of something great. Oh, good. Well, it's actually well, this is a great idea. It's okay. a million dollar idea. Yeah. Pregnant women should get like a week hiatus from being pregnant somewhere like the- around 30 weeks or something. Yeah. Where you just aren't pregnant for like yeah. a week. You just go get trash. Yeah. Swim. It's a like, bye whatever, week. A bye week. And you're just not pregnant. <laughs> you're your normal self. Right. And you're not uncomfortable. Yeah. And you don't have like emotional strain. Yeah. And then it's like you come back from your hiatus you week or your bye week and you're ready to do the rest of this. Yeah, pregnancy. you're ready to you're ready to push through. Yeah, the because rest of the at right now I'm 35 weeks and I don't want him to come out now. It's good for him to be in there. Right. He's got five more good weeks in there. It's yep. good for him. But I'm not going to lie. I'm really fucking over it. Yeah. No. I don't want to be over it cuz I know this is good for him. And that's why I need a bye week. <laughs> if I'd had the bye week, then I would be like refreshed and energized right. and ready to As like face the rest of the pregnancy. As opposed to being broken down emotionally and physically every minute of yeah. every day leading up to the pregnancy. Yes. And let's point out again, this is a good time to point out we we're doing some pre-recordings. <laughs> yes. Because when the show actually airs, <laughs> I will... my money is on she's giving birth today. My yeah. money is that on at the actual Halloween date. Yeah. Teresa Thorne will be bringing in the Halloween baby. It could happen. Yeah, it could my, be happening right is, now, guys. My duty is November fourth. Which so, so it, to me, so it could really, yeah, it could happen. Halloween baby. Yeah. Spooky baby. Spooky baby. <laughs> good timing. Um, <laughs> so how are you? Uh, fine. Um. So we recently went to that was like the first one of like uh, Katie Bell's like potluck dinners at the preschool. And uh, we go in, and uh, for those of you who remember, for pre-K, she changed her name from Katie Bell to Catherine Bell, despite how badly I am at doing that to you guys. To her, I do it flawlessly. And uh, and the teacher made, like, a big stink about, like, well, it's a lot of letters. She had to do a lot of spelling. It's going to be really—I was like, my kid's up for the challenge, don't? Like, it's fucking fine. So we go in, and one of the first things you see on the wall are these, like, columns that say, like, how many letters are in your name, right? And so, like, they got, like, beans, you know, representing, like, you know, four beans means you've got four letters. And underneath, you know, that, it's like, you know, Katie, like somebody yeah. named Katie or, you know— Jack, you know, and they've yeah. written their own names. Okay, <laughs> like the next column, you know, six, eight. So Stefan and I know just to go all the way down to the end. Like, yeah. just keep walking. Yeah. So we get down to the very she's last. She's got like, one, like 30, thirty letters in her name. Four hundred and fifty-two <laughs> letters. Four hundred fifty-two beans on a sign, and there's Catherine Bell's name, and. That's when Stefan looks over, like after looking at her spelling of her name. Mm-hmm. And I use the term spelling uh-huh. incredibly loosely. Looks at me and says, "Maybe we should have worked on on helping her with letters or spelling at some point in time." Because like every other kid basically has down their name, and this is not about like spelling a long name. This is like everybody's name's like kind of in a line. Her like rectangle is just filled with like lines and shapes and like backwards letters and like so like there's a K. It starts off with like a K and then like you know southeast from that all the way in the corners like an upside down like anarchy sign and then there's like some lines and like, you can kind of see where the two L's go together for Katie Bell. You know, and you're just like and she's like, and we're like. It's really great, it is. Catherine Bell. It's beautiful, but I was yeah. just like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not maybe. Ooh. But uh. what I like about this is that she was just like, 
She probably just looked at her teacher and was like, come on, fuck it. Like, there's no way. You don't really expect. Like, look at this. Look at this kid over here writing Max. Right. Like, are you serious? This is a different, this is a totally different, a different task. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> that you're asking I me to do. I need a special work area just yeah. for my name. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, uh, whoops. <laughs> so, that was very exciting. But it was very stiff, and I thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, she also was the, the tallest kid in the class. Oh. Because she's very tall. That's great. Yes, it was. We're very proud of her height. Yeah. Horribly disappointed <laughs> in, in her, her spelling abilities. Uh, one, we have no control Wait, over Wait, I don't think that's other. spelling. I think that's like penmanship or something. These aren't letters. Like 90% yeah, of these things on here aren't like... even letters. <laughs> <laughs> so basic letter recognition. Writing her name. She's yeah. four. She's in pre-K. She needs to bring her A game to herself. <laughs> <laughs> she's uh, time. Uh, she's got time. She's got time. <laughs> so, great. Great. Let's talk about Halloween. Yeah. Yes! Please, take a moment to remember. If you're friends of the hosts of One Bad Mother, you should assume that when we talk about other moms, we're talking about you. If you are married to the host of One Bad Mother, we definitely are talking about you. Nothing we say constitutes professional parenting advice. Biz and Teresa's children are brilliant, lovely, and exceedingly extraordinary. Nothing said on this podcast about them implies otherwise. So, so. let's see how you and I feel yeah. about... The holiday of Halloween. I think we probably both feel the exact same way about it. Do you think so? No. No. (laughs) (laughs) I love Halloween. Uh In fact, we mention Halloween in our wedding vows. Stefan and I enjoy the Halloween experience so much. Wow. How about you? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, I was just saying before we went on the air, I we're not that into Halloween. I was I was always really scared of Halloween when I was a little kid, and like I'm still just not into it. I don't know why I'm laughing at you. It's funny. It is funny. I mean, because it's kind of like a dick move to be like, I don't like Halloween. (laughs) But um, Jesse and I have our our well, we have an actual wedding anniversary now that we celebrate. That's in August. But um, we were together for many years before we got married, and so our anniversary was always um, the day that we first made out. Make out anniversary. Make out anniversary, which <laughs> was Halloween. Nice. Of 1999. Were you guys in costumes? Um, when you made out for the first time? Sp- we, or were you guys both protesting We it? were wearing costumes, yeah. But we, yeah, we were Do you remember wearing. what you were? <laughs> really gonna do this no sure. i'm not sure. sure sure i was it was horrible i was like an 80s girl with my friends and he was wearing <laughs> and he was wearing a gorilla suit like sounds, a full-on gorilla sounds suit. sounds romantic it was it was pretty hot it was pretty hot um but yeah so we have always enjoyed halloween just as being our as anniversary a yeah right. as a makeout holiday and um <laughs> And we've just we just have never really been into Halloween, right? But now that we have kids, I guess we kind of have to be. Yeah, it's a rule. Yeah. Well, okay. So Stefan and I, like I said, yeah. So tell everybody a little bit about how how what shit goes do. down every year at the Lawrence, at the Lawrence household. household. All right. So <laughs> when we first started dating. We, you know, we're commenting on how much we both liked Halloween and how we both grew up in neighborhoods where, you know, there was always the house where mm-hmm. somebody does something like kind of extra scary. It's like a, like an experience. It's not just, you know, knock on the door. It's like a whole experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, and how much that was like, we want to be that house. Mm-hmm. Like, that's something we want to be. So we're like in Brooklyn and we lived like in a the bottom floor of a brownstone so we had like a little tiny, you know, brownstone. I will use the term porch very loosely, mm-hmm. you know. Patio. So, yeah. Like, so literally the first year we were living together, it was like it was like the day before Halloween. And we were like, we should, we need to do something. Yeah. We, I don't know if people trick or treat on. I have no idea. Like, what happens? We got to do something. So we went super old school where we just ran over to like the, you know, $5 store. <laughs> it's what they have in Brooklyn, $5 mm-hmm. store. Grab like scary mask, black, you know, uh, you know, robe kind of thing. 
put stuff in it to make it look like he's just like sort of a stuffed dummy sitting there. Because you remember that house where there was like the oh, bowl of candy yeah. in the lap and you were never like sure. Is that a real is person? Is that guy going to jump that, out at me? Or is it oh, a fake God. You guys are my fake worst person, nightmare. right? And you, look, 90% of the time, it's a fake person. Right. It's not somebody really there. But for us. It was a real guy. A real person. Stuff has got the <laughs> bowl of candy in the lap. Oh, my God. I'm like inside, you know, like we're like taking pictures and stuff. And the first people start to come by and it, it, like it's like. Hey, is that real? You think that's real? I don't know. You think that's real? I don't know. Why don't you go up? Why don't you go up? You go up. You go up. You go up. And you're like, <laughs> this just how old are these children? Fifty year olds. Ninety percent of the people who got totally into it okay. were like adults who were like would come up, get the candy, yeah, and then be like, I gotta come back, and they like go get like ten people and yeah. come back, and they bring their kid, and a lot of it really winds up being adults. Getting their kids uh-huh. and bringing them over and oh being like, God. yeah, because they're like, this is, this good. is good. This reminds yeah. them. This is like not going to a mall yeah. or going to like the fancy neighborhood to go trick or treating. Yeah. This was like a chance to get kind of silly scared. And sometimes Stefan would, and all Stefan would do this whole time yeah. is just kind of reach out like real slow. <laughs> just like, you know, I am doing it as if you guys can see what I'm doing. Like, so sorry about the silence. Uh-huh. Like the bowl of candy's in his lap, yeah. and he just kind of lifts a hand and like just reaches out. <laughs> it's just super slow. And he doesn't touch you or anything. It just like is this movement. Yeah. It's like, ah! Everybody screams. Yeah. Has a great time. The kids all start coming out. So he didn't do like boom. No, no. Oh. He, you know, sometimes it might be a fast so move. Right. Sometimes it's slow, but like yeah. pretty subtle. People started getting their kids. They started bringing their kids by, and it was like a range of like. Four to like eighteen, and mm-hmm. everybody got scared, and everybody had a great time. Oh, that's so fun! So the next year, we're like, we gotta up this. Wait, so were you just like looking cute nearby? Like how? Yeah, here's, here's the, here's this. the at this point in time, I'm just like playing spooky music and like taking pictures. Oh, right, right, right. Uh, by the way, we have all these things. I have all these things documented online, and I'll, I'll post a link to them because they are okay. pretty fun. We're pretty proud. But um, the so the next year, we're like, we gotta up the game, mm-hmm. and we do uh, Madame Bazella. And her zombie, you know, slave, right? Mm-hmm. And this time, like, Stefan is a zombie behind, like, our little gay, you know, door mm-hmm. that people can't see. And I'm, like, fortune-telling in the front. And it kind of turns into a whole thing where, depending on the age of the kids who are coming up, it's either a little more on the silly side. Mm-hmm. Well, it's always on the silly side. Yeah. Yeah. But, like, it becomes this thing where I can adjust how scary the experience nice. is yeah. for the age of the for kid the age, and, and yeah. how I read yeah. the kids. Yeah. If it's if they're little kids with older siblings, they're kind of shut out of luck <laughs> because the older siblings they're probably already scarred for life by their older siblings anyway. But they always like if it's a group of kids, they always send like one up and it right. and like I think our proudest moment was like we were getting ready that night and or that afternoon uh, we were gonna get start getting ready for that night's like Halloween thing and this couple walks by and says. Oh, you guys gonna do something again? You guys scared me so bad, you made me drop my Pepsi. People just didn't know what to do with this. That's and, like so the street awesome. in Brooklyn. So, and then oh. like each year, it's gotten like we've had everything from like a surgery, like a crazy doctor. You have yeah. to reach inside Stefan's stomach and pull candy out. Yeah, you know? that was really, I guess, one of my favorites. Um, and uh, and then, like, every year, Stefan kind of, like, takes it a scarier notch. And every year, I start to go, it can't be too fucked up. Yeah. You know? and Because you're thinking about the kids. I, well, we've never, I got to tell you, only once have we ever, there was, there was one year a girl really got us. She had come before. Uh-huh. And the next year, she came back, and she, like, pretended to be so scared that she fell down. And we were like, oh, my God, are you okay? Yeah. And she was like, yes. And, like, she and her parents, like, laughed. Ah! Like, oh my god! You guys are awesome. I'm totally that is like, awesome. That's great. But like, we only had one kid genuinely cry, and my guess is he was probably like three or so. But you know what the mother did? Here's uh-huh. the, here's what I liked about it. I mean, uh-huh. again, we adjusted as soon as we saw that going down. Yeah, yeah. We adjust the character. We like you can yeah. you know you give the kid the control of the situation. Right. Yeah. And but the mother 
took the child and went up the stairs that were like right next to us uh-huh. so that he could then watch the next couple of kids coming along so she could show him like look so this is what so this doing. is you know the neighbor's yeah. inside the box yeah and that's so like every time they open the box it's not you know like it's just him yeah and, and we like helped her do that a little bit and mm-hmm. I really was proud of her we weren't parents <laughs> at this point in time but I remember thinking that's a good fucking mom yeah instead like, of just like escaping or like, yelling at us or yeah. I mean, you walked up we're clearly yeah. scaring people and if well, you come also, up, it's Halloween, and yeah. you have a three-year-old out at night. In yeah, the street. like you know what I mean. Like, yeah, some don't, shit like, could happen. It's like, probably just... going to be scary stuff. Yeah. So, you know, part of that's on you. Yeah, but yeah. And it's further she on you it. to handle yeah. it really yeah, well, which I really it. like. And it's our responsibility as well to try and make sure that kids that and parents understand we are doing this just for the old sake of fun. Yeah. So we really get – so every year it just sort of changes up, and we have a really good time doing it. And every year I panic that it's going to be too scary, and then mm-hmm. it never is. And mm-hmm. people – like one year it was like we had an electrocution chair set up, and like Stephen was like – had like this hood. And I was like, this is the Park Slope, you know, like candy bandit, and he stole all the candy. Who's going to help me fry him? And like you think this is going to be horrifying? And like four-year-olds are like, me! And like throwing the switch and like frying Stephen with like all these sound effects. And I was like – yeah, we're all fine. Everybody's fucking fine, you know. So we really, That's we cool. really have a good time. But I will say the new pressure with this is now because uh, I want to take Katie Bell trick or treating. I want her. To, I don't want her yeah, to yeah. lose out on the trick or treating experience because yeah. we're setting something up. Um, or and, you're busy like manning the booth, like yeah, all night while yeah, people come by. Yeah. Exactly. So. We try and, like, right now what we try and do is do early trick-or-treating with her yeah. around, like, 5 or 6. Like and then ours doesn't out. start till like, 7. Yeah. And then uh, – and we usually only go, like, two hours. We usually mm-hmm. wrap up at 9 because I want to go in and eat candy. Really? You don't <laughs> want to wait and see who shows up no. at, like, 11.30, nope. 12? Nope. We just leave the bowl out and just, like, take one of you there. You know, like that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, fuck that. Um, but – and as she gets older, she's becoming more aware of us looking weird and kind of scary. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so we have to, like, it's kind of a balance. Like, I feel more stress about it now than I used to because I'm like, I want her to have a good Halloween experience. I want her to understand kind of what we're doing because she has to, like, go to sleep at night listening to the screams of people outside, you know. <laughs> but uh, so far it's been fine. Cool. You know? So far it's been fine. So we. I mean, it seems like as long as you have that attitude about it, it's just going to be the way she grew it's up just with like Halloween what she's gonna at, your, yeah. at her house. You know, it's not going to be. Yeah. So, That's cool. So we really like it. But, you know, here's, but here's the thing that I started to notice I want to talk about, and that is a little bit about the scaring uh-huh. in general on Halloween. Yeah. And how I, like, I have two things that, like, always make, there are three things that Steph and I have come across in our experience with Halloween. One is uh, a general attitude thing that Stefan and I had to work out the very first Halloween, mm-hmm. right? Like, we're getting ready and... Uh, you know, a preteen kid comes up and knocks on the door, and Stefan answers it, you know, and he's like, trick or treat, and Stefan says, you're not in a costume. You need to go back and get a costume before you get to trick or treat here. Mm-hmm. And he closed the door, and I turned around, and I was like, what the fuck? I was, I was really mad. I was oh. like, what the fuck? And I got what he was going for, but I was like... We don't live on a street where everybody has a costume. We don't yeah. live on a street where people celebrate Halloween the same way. We don't have live on a street where parents can take their kids out. Yeah. And this is like kids one night to go up and do whatever they want to do to get some damn Kit Kat bars. Yeah. And we have the good stuff. You're not going to yeah. get like a bunch of like you know, <laughs> the extra chewy pull all your cavities out. We have a variety <laughs> of delicious candy options. <laughs> and I was like, if, some, if a kid walks, as long as it's a kid, uh-huh. that kid... Can have, candy. To, can have candy. Oh, that's nice. The end. Yeah, that's a like, really good point. They don't have a costume. I'm like that. I don't. I don't care. Yeah. I just don't care. It might not be the kid's fault. It's not. It probably <laughs> isn't. It's yeah. not our job to teach the kid. Yeah. You know, Halloween traditions. Yeah. You know, like that's not what Halloween is about, in my opinion. Oh, that's a really so good point. That was like a big hump that we had to kind of get over. Yeah. Like just between the two of us, and um, but before we had kids, all the parents just told us they really enjoyed coming by and getting scared like we got a lot of good feedback from kids and parents but now that i'm like katie bell's in preschool and i start telling the yeah, preschool the parents preschool about parents it, are going to be coming over what are you going to do well, i don't know i had told some of the preschool parents about it and like 
I don't think any of the, like we had one come last year, and I don't think she was like prepared. It was like, the first time we ever like really hung out with them, and I don't think they were prepared for her. Stefan like really upped zombie makeup last uh-huh. year, and it was really scary looking. And uh-huh. like zombies don't want brains; they want candy. Blah 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 right. blah blah, and. Uh, you can fight the zombies off by throwing candy at them. Yeah, you know I mean? so like, that's why. Like, I, if the kids started to get scared, I'd be like, "Grab the candy and throw it!" Yeah, you know, and then the zombies would all walk away. Yeah, but like, they come around the corner, and like this poor kid is just like, "What the the, the preschool friend? Yeah, this pre- uh-huh. the preschool friend who's like three. Yeah." Uh, yeah, they come around the corner. You know, I think he was like <laughs> dressed as like a monkey or something. Yeah. Really not scary. I can't yeah. remember. But anyway, and out comes the you know we're doing the whole thing like oh there's zombies on the loose you know yeah <laughs> out come the zombies and he starts to lose it and then I give him the candy and we like fight the zombies and he was really into that uh-huh. so again you got to make the switch but like yeah. this year <laughs> this year we're talking about a group of us are hanging out we're talking about a couple of moms and she was like yeah but it was really scary. <laughs> <laughs> and then the other, like, and she's then I, like, I'm not gonna vouch for this. Yeah, I was there. I'm not gonna it's say really we should all be there again. And then, like, another mom was like, zombies. Like, they just were kind of anti-zombie wow, all together. Yeah. And then there was like, I was like, look, bring your kid. My rule this year is bring your kid at your own risk if you're coming yeah. to school. This yeah, is not. Yeah, we're not passing smart. out cookies. Yeah, this is something we do. There's a chance it may scare your kid. Only you know your kid. Right. You know, but like. Well, the funny thing is, is because like um, this year, everybody's been asking me if I'm going to take Simon yeah, trick or treating because he's, he's two. He's and like, and, yeah, yeah. And he could he could theoretically eat candy and say trick or treat yes. and, dre- and dress up in a costume. <laughs> like this is the first right. year that that's true. And I'm still sort of trying to figure out what we're going to do. I don't think it's necessarily yeah. like. Bring him over to our house. Right. Well, that's the funny thing, because I had this thought like, well, you know what we could do this year is just stop by a couple friends houses right. and trick-or-treat with people we know and I was like yeah you know we could go to you know this friend and we could go to Biz and Stefan and I was like no I don't think we could go to Biz and Stefan. Well, you guys could come for the trick-or-treating portion of it before the very early yeah, yeah like the early the six o'clock the yeah. 530 yeah. you know trick-or-treating like yeah. thing that would be fine but like but there is something about two-year-olds that was the third thing I was going to bring up was mm-hmm. this like when Katie Bell was old enough to like really go trick or treating, which is probably like two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it hits. But I think it hit when she was two. You're not taking a one year old out. Who is that for? No, who is that for? That is for you. Yeah, and well, be- you can if it's fun for you. Yeah, but I believe I believe you know exactly. If you yeah. can, if you want, if you want some that. amazing yeah. baby costumes, sure. And, yeah, oh, I could theoretically have a newborn too. Is the you other could thing. have a newborn, so you're out. For well, Halloween. I think I'm kind of out. Yeah, you're probably out. I'm probably Do you out. Halloween. Warp your newborn right now. <laughs> But but people, I heard a lot of people refer to Halloween as, like, it feels really, and maybe it's just that it changes when you're taking your kid out, mm-hmm. but it feels like begging. And I was what like. What the fuck is that? I was like. I have not heard that. I, Who, I, I got just, this from a couple of people in New York. When we were like. Okay. You know, and I was just kind of like, What? Do they just mean, are they talking mainly maybe about people just taking their babies? Because well, I could see maybe feeling a little awkward if you had just a baby. I will admit that, like, I do approve of having to say trick or treat. Yes. And thank you and things yeah. like that and happy Halloween. Like, you can't just yeah. walk up and stick a bag in somebody's face and right. be like, right. candy. Totally. You know what I mean? Like, then you're getting an extra scare from our house. But, like, it's... Uh, it was just such like a weird thing. I got so caught off guard by it. It was just like, no, I yeah, don't think it I is. I don't think that's what it is. Like yeah. we never felt that weird about taking her out at like two because again she was like it was like it's it's once they're two it's like it would be an experience. She understood. Like, it that would she be was like, the first thing. candy got in the bag. She was yeah. like, oh uh, yeah. Yeah. This is some sweet action. <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I totally dig this. <laughs> totally. But I will say that like the. The door-to-door thing, yeah, you know, it just feels like it's just getting lost. You take them to a mall or you take them to, like, yeah. I, it, here in Pasadena, uh, where we live, it's a lot of, you go to certain streets right, in the really rich streets. neighborhoods. Yeah. And, it's, and people streets. are very clear about that. Yeah. It is the really wealthy neighborhoods. Yeah. And everybody, like, gets dumped out of their cars and goes right. down this, like, one or two, like, super famous streets for yeah. Halloween. 
And, Which is why, like, and Jesse I and I haven't on. gotten trick-or-treaters yeah. ever. Like, I haven't Your gotten trick-or-treaters. house is very difficult to get trick-or-treaters. Well, at, our, at new, our new, house. new house. Yeah, new I mean, house. I don't think we're ever going to... Yeah, nobody's going to come down our street to do... That would be... No. Um, but but our last street that yeah. we were on, you would think. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, it's a big, sprawling street with a yeah. bunch of craftsmen and, you know, right. lots of kids live in the neighborhood. But no, like, we didn't get a single trick-or-treater. Is it just that? And people are scared. I don't know. Like, why are I, people I really, taking their kids out? I don't know. I really think it's that. Th- I think people are taking their kids out. I really think it's that thing of you go to the street where everyone goes, yeah. which is just a weird thing. I remember my. Do you have? Oh, here, here's one more. Here's another one. One more yeah. kind of question. Do you have a memory, like a specific fond memory of Halloween for you as a kid? Oh, that you're sort of like I kind of yeah. I for me like I I did enjoy trick or treating once I was like you know nine ten eleven. Like Mm -hmm. I think before that I was honestly really scared. Like I was just really scared. But um, I remember trick or treating with my parents and my little sister when I was around that age, and um, we would totally go in the neighborhood, and we would go with like friends who lived in the neighborhood. It would be a big group of kids and a few parents and. Um, and then, like, I think I, my favorite part was, like, coming back to the house, uh, and my we, my dad would have, like, a fire in the fireplace, aw, and we'd, like, yeah. go through the candy, yeah, you know, that's and, right. like, sit there, and my mom would make apple cider, and, like, it was really, like, yeah, nice and cozy. Nice. And, so you yeah. want to probably try and create something similar to that totally. as your kids get older. Yeah. Totally, yeah. So, they, for us, it was, I have, like, do you have, was there a favorite costume you ever went out in? Was there, like, a... Oh, like an amazing, yeah, we never really never got like I like I my costume memory is that I told my mom I wanted to be a cat, yeah, and she got me like an all white cat costume, <laughs> like, and I was like completely puzzled, like, and she's like, yeah, it's a cat. Well, you said you wanted to be a cat, like she didn't even understand like black what the problem was, or, right? And I was like. A white, and I wore it, and it was fine. You know, I was right. like in second grade or something. It was sure. totally fine, but it was like one of those things where I was just like, "What?" It was like Halloween. Kid. Like, why am I a, a white? It was always cat? like a fucking gypsy. You know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah. it was like a gypsy or so. Gypsy's easy. Yeah. But there was one year I wanted to be Pat Benatar. I dressed up like Pat Benatar, and uh-huh. I was like very. Uh, very 80s, very Pat Benatar, and everybody kept thinking I was uh, Peter Pan. And it was really <laughs> making me sad. Um, oh, but my memories, right, same sort of thing where, you know, Mama would take us out. She'd walk the neighborhood with us, and she would stand at the corner of each house, and we'd go up. You know, she mm-hmm. would come up with us. And But I remember so clearly always coming down the hill, and she had this, like, amazing red like wool cape that she got in San Francisco mm-hmm. when she was younger and like you know this beautiful red cape that I now have and that I'm really excited to oh my wear God, every that's Halloween awesome. yeah. and it because it's such a beautiful fall cape kind yeah. of thing and like um, except if you never had the right shoes for it. But anyway, but she always like had the cape on. I just always every Halloween I remember her in this like red cape and that's it was like nice. such a nice memory. But I do love Coming home, sorting the candy, yeah. all the Halloween cartoons on, you know, CBS, mm-hmm. you know, and all that kind of stuff. So um, we introduced uh, Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, pretty early to Katie Bell. So she's, like, totally into that. Like, cool. really likes that. So, yeah, no. So it's, um, I don't know. It's Halloween. Yeah. It's, it's a good time. Yeah, it's good. It's a good time. <laughs> good. Good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, what are you doing? I'm uh, strapping a uh, chicken to my arm. Heard there's some uh, plague out west, so I just wanted to you know, kind of get out ahead of it. Justin, if you'd ever listened to our medical history podcast, Sawbones, where we talk about everything from trepanation to bloodletting, you would know that that is a ridiculous idea and it will never work. Sawbones? I haven't caught it. Sawbones? Yes, it's every Friday on the Maximum Fun Network, and we record it together doctor or something? Yes!
Hey, you know what it's time for? This week's Genius and Fails. This is the part of the show where we share our genius moment of the week, as well as our failures, and feel better about ourselves by hearing yours. You can share some of your own by calling 206-350-9485. That's 206-350-9485. Tori! <laughs> Teresa! It's genius fail time! I just love, oh, my love genius and shit. fails are totally not Halloween themed. They're not Mine aren't either. Oh, but that would be cool. That would be cool. We Don't should have thought back. of that. We should have. But we didn't. We're not <laughs> thinking of that. Well, when both of us succeed at failing miserably, well, oh. you're going to be... Again, pre-recording, uh, Teresa's probably in labor right now uh, <laughs> on Halloween, and her, uh, she will have a Halloween baby is my prediction. You're welcome, everybody. Uh, Genius uh, time! Um, <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I saw what you did. Oh, my God. I'm paying attention. Wow. You, Mom, are a genius. Oh, my God. That's Fucking genius. Simon and I never did like mommy and me or parent and me type classes when he was a baby because I was just like with him all the time. And when he was napping, that was when I worked. And so I was always trying to figure out like how to work. And I said genius, not fail, Teresa. I know. But listen, <laughs> so um, so we never really did that. And I sort of felt like I missed out. And then yeah. but then we're doing this class right now. Right. And I just feel like it's kind of a genius because I'm going to have a baby and we had this like two months yeah. of time where we go to this thing twice a week. And like, yeah, Simon and I spent a lot of time together, but like, it's not, it's, it's really, it's yeah, different. it's really easy to just like fall into your habits of whatever you do at home and like not have new experiences right. together. And it has been totally awesome to like be there together That's and like nice. trying new things. And he's like, you know, they have like a tumbling day where you're like, learning to like help him do a hand a headstand together and like you know he's playing with musical instruments whatever and it just is really cool to have this sort of like built-in time that's that's for us that's like actual facilitated (laughs) activities so that neither of us just sort of wanders off into our own thing you know like we're actually doing this thing and we're very engaged together and um yeah genius that is genius thanks good job mom because pretty soon I'm going to have a baby and I'll be ignoring him. And then you'll be ignoring him. Forever. Right. So enjoy it, Simon. While it lasts. Rude awakening on its way. October 31st. Uh, so mine is donate it to the preschool. Cool. Oh, yeah. This is my new mantra as we start. Like, yeah. Does that mean you're going to get the good teachers? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. Like, so as we're cleaning and moving and packing stuff or whenever, like, I'm done with something, like, cables growing out of some clothes or some shoes or, oh. you know, toys or whatever, uh-huh. donate it to the preschool. Oh, because they stuff. always need extra. Not money. Not money. Oh. No, I donate stuff. my time to avoid donating the money. Especially because they run, they always need like clothes and jackets in case somebody didn't bring extra set and somebody has an accident. And then, I mean, Katie Bell certainly has come home in other shoes. Right, sure. Before. So, uh, so yeah, so it's just, you know, an easy thing to like, I had all these carpet samples left over. Uh-huh. And I was like, I took them to the school and I was like, do you guys need carpet samples for like a craft project or something? And they were like, yeah, awesome. That's so cool. Yeah, so it's just like a great place to just dump, to dump shit. your shit. Yeah. <laughs> Donate it to the preschool. Great job. Thanks. My genius moment uh, arose out of my fail from yesterday where my son was for the first time home with me, my four-year-old, sorry, was home for the first time with me after being in preschool all year. And I did not plan for how much uh, entertaining I would have to do (laughs) until I let him watch copious amounts of TV yesterday in order for the rest of the day for him to just nag me to watch more and more and more and more TV. And so in a fed up uh, moment, um, I had a brilliant plan, which has been working beautifully all day, um, to where he has to earn TV time by doing things around the house or going outside and playing. And so for each Thing that he chooses to do, he can get half of a TV show. So he has to do two things to earn like one 30-minute PBS show. And so far today, he has been super enthusiastic about participating, has dusted two rooms, made two beds, brought his laundry down, wiped down two glass 
hours. I mean, terribly, of course, but he's <laughs> and he's four. He's participating. And then when he does watch these shows, I get to hide from him for a little bit and tend to his eight-month-old brother, who um, is also a handful. So I felt pretty smug about this, and I thought I would share it with <laughs> you. All right. Thanks. I do That's love a awesome. smug genius. Moment. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. have to be smug. It's great. It's great. Great exactly. job. That's Good job. Really cool. File that away. Yeah. Gotta file that away. I know. We're going to need stuff we're like gonna that. We're going to need stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent work. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may come and have candy at my house. <laughs> fail. 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 You suck. How's, how's your fail going this week? Teresa. Simon is starting to get interested in using the potty more and more. And we got him these <laughs> we got him these uh these undies. Uh-huh. That are actually so adorable, but he thinks they're really fun. Right. So if he wears the undies, you know, he can wear the undies, but that means he has to go potty every half an hour. Right. Um and so he's been doing that more and actually doing great with it, but he he hasn't gone poop on the potty yet, uh-huh. but he keeps failing. He keeps <laughs> tricking me into thinking he's gonna go poop right before nap or right before bedtime. Right. He sits down on the potty. He's like, I have to read. I have to read books while I while I go poop on the potty. And I'm like, okay, because yeah. I don't want to like discourage miss the yeah. window of that he could poop on the potty. And then we're sitting there for 45 fucking minutes, and it's way past his bedtime now, and I finally just have to go, like, all right, you've had your chance. Yeah, you've had your chance. You're putting the diaper on, and you're getting back in bed. That's right. But he somehow figured out right away that he could just do this right when he's supposed to be yep. going down for his nap. Yep. And you fell for it, Mom. Totally fell for it. Completely. Fail. <laughs> we don't get enough shit-related fails no. on the show. No. <laughs> what percentage of our fails on this I, show, like, our percentage, overall? And there are a lot colors. of them that have not gone on because I really have to yeah. spread them out, yeah. guys like, and gals. But it's a good, it's good, close to 40, 50%. I would say 40, 50% of the fails that we get in each week are, like, sh- monkey-throwing feces-style shit-related fails. Uh, so you're not alone. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay. Some of you may remember a while ago, Stefan and I bought a pinball machine. Mm-hmm. Right? I think it was a genius moment. I believe it was a genius moment. There was a slight nod to the fail of noise and the fact that I'll probably never be allowed to play it. Right. Uh, but overall genius. Mm-hmm. Well, here we are. <laughs> We've bought a house mm-hmm. that is not large. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have to find a place for this fucking pinball machine mm-hmm. that once it goes, it's unmo- it's really heavy. Mm-hmm. It's unmovable. Like, once you get it where it... So, like, of all the furniture pieces, we have to decide before we physically get into that house where that pinball machine is going. And, and it's, it's really big. Yeah. And so, like... The den is kind of out because the dining room table is going to be sort of in the den as well. You know what I mean? Like it's a den dining room mm-hmm. kind of combo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so no room there, right? The Our bedroom, no room there. I don't want to fucking put my machine want that in my in bedroom. bedroom yeah. Her room, no way. No. Um, th- which leaves two spots. Well, the garage. You guys should put it in the it. arcade. I know, the arcade. Exactly the way the game room that we'll have one day fictionally in our head. So there was like kind of a space in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Or in what I is either going to be my sewing private time room mm-hmm. or probably I'll lose that immediately upon this baby and it will become a nursery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like the smaller closet room. But now there will be a giant pinball machine in there regardless. Uh-huh. So, so the baby can sleep while somebody's playing pinball. Baby can sleep it's be on the pinball machine. Yeah, that's right. You got to raise him right early. So anyway, that fucking pinball machine. Like it's become this thing where I just sit in the house and I kind of stare at it because it's, it's in our dining room right now. Just like eating my cereal in the morning. I'm just like, fuck you, pinball machine. <laughs> I am um, a mother of three from Philadelphia, and I am calling with a fail. Because tonight, my son and daughter, I have eight-year-old twins, were um, counting out. Each of them collects this charity money, and then we decide where it's going. So they are trying to raise money to buy this goat for a village in Africa. (laughs) Um, The big sale part is that, for some reason, my about-to-go-into-third-grade son cannot remember 
the names and values of common coins. <laughs> so I took this opportunity for him to count up all this change as an opportunity to practice all that. And um, he was struggling with it so much, and I was so frustrated with him. I must have said, four quarters are in what? And he would say, I don't know. And I would say, how many cents is a quarter? And he would say, four I would ask it again and again until he would say it correctly. And then I would ask him to it a different way. And I was just like this insane drill sergeant thing where he was like looking scared and really unhappy and really miserable. And I like would not let up. And I don't know what got into me, but I was like, this kid is going to master this. And honestly, I think that I did kind of drill it into his head, but I'm also just imagining that he's going to have like, PTSD flashbacks every time he counts change in the future. <laughs> I just totally Aww. like, but I I can totally see that she happening. Just went, she just, just lost went it too far, and she couldn't Stop. reel herself Get back. Reel back. Yeah, that's just like, no, what is <laughs> you know, like, um, At least he wants to buy somebody a goat. You are the greatest mom I've ever known. I love you, I love you When I have a problem I call you on the phone I love you, I love you And when I just... Brian, my co-host how would you describe Throwing Shade, the podcast that we do? Well, Aaron, my, my co-host, I would say that we take lady issues and gay issues and treat them with much less respect than they deserve because, let's be honest, we really don't have very much respect for each other. We don't respect anything. I don't, I'm not even wearing pants. No, I'm very ashamed of your body and mine. Teresa. Yes? Let's call a mom. Okay. I, I, you know, and not only should we call a mom, I just realized we should have called... A mom like this a long time ago, a mom in which we can ask advice from. Oh, yes, please. We have been really going <laughs> we've down really, this show. We've just been like going blindly forward in our lives. <laughs> it's really working out for us. So this week we are going to call Amy Corbett Storch, a.k.a. Amala, uh, who is the wielder of smart, funny, relatable advice on the Advice Smackdown found on alphamom.com. You can also follow Amy's daily mothering adventures on amala.com. Welcome, Amy. Hello. <laughs> that, was a, that was really great how you... Um... You called me without like the phone ringing or anything. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, we don't use like, we don't use rings. That's we, like we really use, olden I, days. I think I edit that sound <laughs> clip in later or something. Okay. Or like a door slam or a record stop. Um, <laughs> so the part, we're gonna go ahead and knock our our standard uh, one bed mother question right on out of the way, which is who lives in your house? This is where you let all other moms feel either much better than you or much worse than you. <laughs> Uh, depending. Okay. Yes. In my very small cluttered house, I have <laughs> my husband, Jason. I have three boys, Noah, Ezra, and Ike, who are now eight, almost five, and two. And then we also have a really small yappy dog who might make a cameo if I haven't murdered her yet. <laughs> Um, I'm looking at, she's looking at me right now. She, she knows, she's ready. Knows. She's ready. Shut up. Shut up. She's like, I'm I don't know if you need me. <laughs> oh, and you've got cats. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The dog, the dog is the only other female in the house. And mm-hmm. She's horrible. Oh. So. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the basic rule is you just hose everybody off, right? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> everybody yeah. Gets the same exactly. <laughs> um, well, let's start with uh, a lot of lot of fingers, a lot of fingernails to keep. Or you just say to hell with the furniture. Uh, (laughs) So let's start off with, I'm interested in where the name uh, Amala came from. Uh, Did that come before the advice uh, or during the advice uh, column? That came came before. um, I was was working a really fascinating job as the editor of stock market newsletters. Wow. You know, basically for people that have way, way, way more money than... I was being paid. 
Um, <laughs> and I was, I was kind of, you know, these, these things called weblogs and online journals were, were becoming kind of a thing. So I decided I, I wanted to start a blog and, you know, I'm sitting there at, with trying to figure out what to do with, for a domain name. And, um, a coworker of mine, she turned my name, Amy, into the nickname Amala. And I basically like called her on the phone, like called her extension. I was like, how do you spell Amala? And she <laughs> spelled it for me and I typed it. And I was like, okay, Amala.com. So what started the advice column, the advice smackdown? How did, how did you suddenly get into <laughs> it? And how'd you go from stock? Well, again, since I started my blog back in like 2003, um, there really weren't that many of us. You could right. sort of just declare yourself an expert and just be like, this is now my thing that I do. Oh, the joys. Um, I started it as just a writing exercise where I got my friends and readers to just submit questions, like fake questions, and I would deliberately give them the worst advice possible. <laughs> like, you have, you have a problem at work, you set your boss on fire. Right. You know, your kids are a pain, you know, you put them on Craigslist. It's like, it was really <laughs> offensive and stupid, and it, I didn't really think it was an actual advice column. And then somebody asked me a question about their hair. Like, should I get my hair cut? I just broke up with my boyfriend. And for some reason, that question was like, I have to take this seriously. So from there, that's where I grew a conscience and decided that like it, it was actually a like kind of beauty style column for a while until I got just I was kind of bored with that. Um, especially also with three kids, it just you know people were asking me questions I'm like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Are you wearing pants? Yeah, I put uh, three kids yeah. at that point in time. You're just lucky if there's a shower involved in the day. Yeah, I'm just like, and people are, you know, like, I don't know, you know, should I wax my arm hair? I'm like, I have to wax. Yeah, so by that point, I was, um, Isabel Coleman from alphamom.com had approached me and asked me if I could would write the column on their site, like, you know, for money, which I was Again, I'm an expert on all the things. That I, so, and over, and it's always been though it's been a column that it's shaped by the questions I get. Yeah. And people do it, most of the readers are readers of my personal blog, so they sort of know like what's going on going on in my life. So it, it's always kind of funny that like you know one thing happens and then suddenly I start getting questions about it and I answer oh. them over at Alpha Mom. So now it's all like yeah, it's all very parenting. Lots of multiple children, how to get kids to eat, sleep, or poop, which you can't. That's usually, I spend like a thousand <laughs> words every, like twice a week, basically being like, yeah, but you can't. Like, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> That's <laughs> you're amazing. Like, yeah, you're just You can screwed. try this, but it's like, I'm like, it's like a placebo. I mean, that's not going to do anything. So. But, uh, but no, I mean, I, I like it. It's It's been a really, really fun Thing. I, I can't believe sometimes how long I've been doing it and you know, how many variations of the same question you get. But, you know, as I, my kids get older, I have different, ba- more babies, different babies. I suddenly realize that, like, yeah, that answer I gave after my first kid, like, I didn't know. Oh. Like, and, you know, the kids, more kids come and they just prove you completely wrong all the time. And has there been anything where you've been like, again, if you were to do like a retrospective review of your, of the questions where you're like, you know, moms really seem to have an issue with X, you know, or like Y, or, you know. Uh, like their mother, the mother-in-laws. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's the big one, too. Yeah, I get, a, I get a lot of horrible mother-in-law questions, especially, like, it, it definitely seems to come, too, from, like, the, the frazzled, first-time new mom mm. trying to, like, survive with a newborn and then there's a mother-in-law who's there to help and just is like then I can just picture them at their laptop with like tears down their face like writing this question to me like too too afraid to like call her I'm like you know like back off lady like leave me alone and that always kind of you know I get I get a little like like kind of mama bear on the, for those women. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I'm like, put your husband on the phone. <laughs> I have to yell at him now. <laughs> I got this yeah. one question from this this mom. I mean, she, first time mom. She she um she was writing to me. She, her baby was like six weeks old. She'd had an emergency C section, <sighs> and yet her mother in law like was one who just wanted to be entertained. So she's like taken was like dragging her and the infant out to like Oktoberfest. Oh candle candle making, what? you know, farmers markets and like <laughs> 
she's like t- describing like sitting on a bench, like trying to breastfeed and like, you know, this baby doesn't even know how to yet. And she's like crying. I've like, I've never oh my lost God. my mind through the laptop. <laughs> Yeah. And like no. so much of this poor woman, I'm just like, what? go to bed. Yeah. Say yeah. no. Oh Say my no. God. F you. I'm in going to bed. Go yeah. make candles somewhere else. Yeah. It was- <laughs> do you think like, do you think in a way in, in high stress situations like that, um, your role may be like beyond getting advice, just maybe even telling somebody something that they probably already know deep down, but they need someone outside of the picture to tell them, yes, this is what yes, needs absolutely. to be done. absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, there's, there's definitely been some questions that you can see, like, the timestamp, like, it was written at, like, one in the morning, mm-hmm. and it's, you know, somebody, they, they know, like, they know that, like, this is a problem or that there's, you know, prenatal depression, postnatal depression, you sometimes you can kind of see them trying to make jokes and like downplay like like you guys self deprecating. Right. But you can still kind of like I'm not okay and I need you for some reason I need I just need somebody, a third party to to agree that I'm not okay. Yeah. Before yeah. I can like go go tell somebody in my real life that like yeah. I need to go to the doctor or something I'm not happy with this. And so I think that's I think that's kind of a valuable you know it's huge. Oh, it's a, it's a huge thing. I think that as strange, bossy, bossy stranger on the internet, like telling you, just giving you their two cents. <laughs> yeah. Well, but I mean, but it's true. I think new mom or uh, you know veteran mom. <laughs> I finally found a new word. <laughs> then other than old mom, <laughs> so I, I would always be like old mom, <laughs> the, uh, veteran mom. Uh, it doesn't matter like where you are in it. There are times where you, it just gets so crazy or isolating that you can you need. To be told that it's okay, and you're doing yeah. it, you know. You, you just you can get so close in when you're in situations. You just you're just too close to it. Like you yeah. start yeah. kind of losing like what whether or not something is okay or you know normal or just. And I, I feel sometimes people they're not even really looking for advice. Like at the end of the question, they're like, "I'm not even really sure what I'm asking." Yeah, but it <laughs> seems like it really that. helped them to type it all out. Yeah, and you know, have it acknowledged. Just have it up see it up somewhere and I was, the commenters I'm very proud that Alpha Mom commenters are like the anti YouTube. <laughs> like nice. they're all like they're like real normal human people who have brains and they're they're always like very smart and supportive and always very nice commute community of <laughs> people like kind of willing to raise their hands and be like, Oh my God, me too. Like and I so I was sometimes like even if I just feel like I'm t I've talked in circles for a little while, I can always be like, All right, other people you like Make the make this person feel better. That's our job for the day. <laughs> well, where do you, where do or, you... or tell or tell them that they're full of crap? Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. Have <laughs> you ever had somebody come on like send you a question where your response is purely, "Eh, you're full of crap. You need to let it go. Move on." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've gotten. It's it's usually the ones that are like I don't know. There's questions that I sort of read them in the the, the voice of um, Ned Flanders' parents and the Beatnik parents from The Simpsons, like, we've right. had nothing. We're all out of ideas. Right. And, and like, <laughs> they don't really want, they just kind of want to be told, like, oh, I'm really sorry. Like, what yeah. a, what a, you know, your your precious snowflake is just, you know, whatever you're doing is exactly right. And you're like, Run. there's been times when I've been like, no, actually, you got to stop that. Like, it's really bad habit, you know, sleep-wise, that sort of, food-wise, that sort of thing. And those are the people that then will like jump in the comments like super defensively and like you know, I ask you for advice and I'm not going to take it. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, I disagree. Well, that's a yeah, that's, it's important too. Yeah, or that wasn't my favorite too. Are the ones that they then they come in the comments and they reveal some very crucial bit of information right. that they did not include in the question, <laughs> but like changes everything. It's like, well, why did you only? Why didn't you tell me it was only ha- had only happened twice? Like you're making it sound like right. You know, mm-hmm been going on for months and you're at the end of your rope it's like ah all right well Teresa, do you have a do you have an advice seeking question yeah i do have an advice seeking question Uh-oh. for you amy <laughs> <laughs> um so my son i have uh, one two-year-old boy um and another one on the way but my son is um 
I'm starting to get to witness him interacting with other kids out in the world more and more. Um, and, you know, it's it's mostly that, like, parallel play, not, like, playing together, but yeah, playing, yeah. With, playing near each other and oftentimes wanting to play with the same stuff. <laughs> and I've seen... I've I've seen lots of parents handle this in different ways, and I, I still can't figure out what is the best way to handle it when, like, one two-year-old grabs something from the other two-year-old, or one two-year-old kind of just shoves the other two-year-old aside. <laughs> like, you yeah. know, they're so Basically young. They're asshole not, play. They're being, they're being <laughs> assholes, but they don't mean to be assholes. Right. Like, they're just not in the frame of mind that, like, another person matters here. Yeah, And yeah. so, but without, like, I also don't want to, like, you know, take him aside, and that's really not okay. And right, so, <laughs> you're, so you're, oppo- you're opposed to beating. I am opposed to beating. Okay, all right. I'm and gonna, verbal like, abuse. Like, <laughs> this is Teresa and I parent totally differently. Uh, anyway. um, yeah, all right, so well, you... there goes option A. Yep, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So what do you, what do you suggest um, is as the best way to sort of, I guess, like introduce playing politely, if that's <laughs> even possible? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I think they, like the whole part of learning empathy, like by two years old, it's just not there. Yeah. Their, bra- their little like soupy brains are just not capable of understanding like that another person has feelings and ownership and, you know, but it is, it's actually, if you want to be like, you know, hippie about it. It's super, like, good sense of self and awareness of, like, you know, injust- it's actually good for them to have a toy taken away from them because it's, like, mm-hmm. injustice. I don't like this. Uh-huh. You know, um, so it is, like, so we, I've just never really made that big of a deal of it. Like, my, my youngest just went through a, a really awesome phase. Like, at playgrounds or, you know, the little mall kitty area, like, a kid would just sort of come in his fear of face and just sort of look at him and then, like, punch him. <laughs> and I'm like, I have no idea. I'm like, oh my, you know, and I'm like horrified. I'm like, there was like my other two boys that are like going crazy. And I'm just like, what? Oh, okay. Like, so it's just, we just do like, the, you know, okay, hands are not for hitting toys. We don't grab toys. Calm boys don't like make, toddlers want nothing more than to see you like go nuclear because it's funny. Yeah. So right, like, totally. I keep like very like straight faced and just, if, if a toy is like becoming like a big issue, I take it away put it up and talk about sharing but I don't know it's the only time I've ever like removed the chat my child from the situations when they're when they're like hitting unprovoked but even then it just it t- tends to be work out best when you're with like another parent who kind of understands that okay your child is not like an unsocialized monster this is just part of it kind of a it's just part of their development and their skill and that they'll the more exposure they get to it, and the more they start realizing, like, oh, well, I don't like when somebody does it to me. Maybe I won't do it to them. Or mm-hmm. just, you know, start throw your keys in the corner and something shiny and they'll redirect. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so it's, but, yeah, not, like, it's when, not hit them harder. So, I mean, you don't tell no, no, like, yeah, Catherine I mean, Bell, I was like, well, if they just took that toy away from you, go get it. Yeah. Well, that was yeah. my, that's like the grabbing of oh, the I had toy. A friend who was is... like, that. she's just like, oh, yeah, my, he bit me, so I bit him back. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but but... I, could, I don't think I could tell anyone on the internet. Right, probably that, not. But... <laughs> so, but like, it, just, just to clarify, so if yeah. one, one kid just blatantly walks up to another kid and grabs that yeah. kid's toy, do you think the parents should get involved or do you think they should just let them work it out? Um, two years old is like probably a little young to like completely let them work it out because right. generally working out is like the kid who wins the, gets the toy is like I won and the other kid just starts just screaming. cries yeah and I so I think it's like there is like the teach the teachable moment uh-huh. but it's just one of those things like how much talking can you really do to a two year old right like, yeah I guess it's more know, about like, like repetition of just yeah, yeah. it's just, like you're gonna it's just one of those things like kids go through the phase where they just like they want to pull your hair and they want to like you know they they think it's like interesting to just like throw things at you or you know they, <laughs> they're, they're trying to gauge the reaction and their impact on the world and mm-hmm. it's just I think I've said this to a lot of people like the only way through it is through <laughs> like you're just gonna you're gonna have to keep doing it you're gonna feel discouraged because they you know they don't care. You want to think like, oh, my child's like a prodigy, and they're gonna—they're just gonna be like, they're gonna get it. Like, yeah. like it's a hidden prodigy. Like, they're like four years old, and you're like, dude, still, we're yeah. still going through this. Yeah. Know? 
but if you keep it up, like it does, it seems like, I don't know, I mean, my kids don't, other than the two-year-old at the mall playground, he's like, <laughs> my older ones are very rarely, you know, getting into fisticuffs anymore. So. <laughs> cool. No one's in prison but yeah, yet. It's <laughs> <laughs> so it's okay. Like I, said, I I once wrote like one time and this actually did happen to me. I was I got I don't remember what it was, but I, oh my, my one of my kids was like misbehaving and karate and was like sick and like you know, they we they'd been fine when we left the house and then we get to karate and they're just like coughing and hacking and I'm like, Ugh, I'm just gonna run to the grocery store real quick. <laughs> but I'm like, I didn't want anyone like kind of associating that it was my kid that like was all diseased. So I decided for some reason I'm gonna like gonna fake a phone call. Like, you know, I'm like, Oh yeah, I'm just I'm super busy and important and I bumped into somebody like on my way out and we got kind of stuck in the door and I was just like just right when I was pretending to open Turn, pick up my phone. I'm like, hi, Beyonce. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. I'm like, this woman is staring at me like, holy shit, like, this person's crazy. Like, and I'm not, like, or, and I can't I'm believe like, you know and Beyonce. Then I'm there, and like, I have this look on my face. Like, she knows there's, I'm not talking to Beyonce on the phone. <laughs> I'm not talking to anyone named Beyonce. And yet I feel compelled to, like, go with this because I'm trying to escape the situation but I'm not even sure anyone even was even looking at me. But in my own little mind, I'm like, you know, everyone's paying attention to me all the time. So, so I'm like, I, I have to go with it. And I'm just like, so I start talking to Beyonce about the Super Bowl the next day and like our Super Bowl party. Oh, uh, it was, yeah. <laughs> so I'm and all this to say I'm probably not the best person to be taking advice about face to face conversation. <laughs> I'm not good at it. Well, I don't. I don't know. I. I. I Any time that lies are involved, I think probably <laughs> is an indicator of a really good advice columnist. Uh, that, so that, that totally plays into my mind yeah. of what works. Um, well, I mean, thank you so much for joining us. This was this was really awesome. And we highly recommend everybody go check out uh, emila.com as well as the uh, advice smackdown on alphamom.com and send the questions. And what's really great about the advice smackdown is the questions really are pretty yeah, I'm sure if you've been reading them for like ever, they start yeah. to repeat themselves. But as a new reader, you could just kind of come in anywhere, and it's like a really great collection of questions and a really nice variety, which is uh, which yeah. is really nice. Um, so we really encourage people to go check that out. Well, thank you very much. This was a ton of fun, and um, Beyonce is on the other line. Yeah, you need yeah. to. <laughs> Beyonce's coming you know, in. We go, for we go way back. So funny to me. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much, and we Thanks, will Amy. talk to you later. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Yeah, that was really fun. I would totally take advice from her. Oh, yeah. All time. Oh, totally. Yeah, that was great. Um, Speaking of people who need advice, Mm -hmm. let's have a a mom rant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, mom breakdown. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe maybe we'll redirect this person over to advice smackdown. I'm having a nanny breakdown. When I went to leave for my nanny job today, I was looking for a bone for one of my dogs. And I found two piles of dog poop, or puke, dog puke, that I did not have time to clean up, and I had no carpet cleaner to clean them with. So I left two piles of dog puke in my apartment and went to work, where the two younger children proceeded to have meltdowns from basically 4 o'clock until 8 o'clock when they went to bed. Uh And the two older children antagonized them and made the tantrums keep getting worse, and nobody was listening, and it was really Uh awful. And I'm going to go home and have a glass of wine now. Thank you. And, and clean walk up into the dog puke. Dog puke. <laughs> You're walking oh, home into dog puke. That's that is, horrible. What a good employee. I to know. Like, I mean, that's like a major. You're Diane. leaving. I mean, that's like a. Nannies, child care providers of all kinds. <laughs> 
holy shit, you're doing a good job. Yeah. Because it's a I mean, it's hard enough when they're your kids. Yeah. To like have patience and love them and be nice to them all the time. Yeah. Or we, bar we barely get through it. And like to have Nan, like to be like a childcare provider and have to do it. Yeah. More power to you. Yeah, good job. Good job. I hope you had two and glasses like, of wine. Yeah, two. Yeah, two. Oh, yeah, is we better. need to. Yeah, we got to get some you, nannies up on the show and do some just basic yeah, childcare nanny celebrating. Yeah, let's do that. Yeah, because um, oh, that would be fun. That is just like a whole world of like four kids. I don't even want to take care of four kids. I know. <laughs> Of your own. <laughs> of my own. Yeah. Or strangers. Doesn't yeah, matter. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. I yeah. think having children just makes me not like children. Good job, Nanny. Good job, Nanny Breakdown. Enjoy a Nanny <laughs> Breakdown. So, what did we learn from our advice show today? This is, this is a kind of a fun show. I think we learned that... We learned a lot of things. I think we learned that you're really cool with Halloween and that... Good. That's the main point I and wanted to come across everybody, this week. <laughs> and that everybody should be more like you and Stefan when it comes to Halloween. Take that, fucking Pinterest. <laughs> uh, no, no. All right. So Halloween. So, uh, oh, oh, okay. So we've learned one. Uh, Catherine Bell is... Doesn't know how to write her name. Doesn't know how to write her name at four years old. And probably never will. And probably... Ne oh, she never will. <laughs> Failure. She's probably creating her own language. <laughs> Two. Halloween. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Relax, everybody. Yeah. It's Halloween. Have a great time. Know your get kid. Get spooked. Get spooked. Teach your kids it's fun to get spooked. Make, out, like, make out with your husband. Make out with your husband. Eat a shit ton of candy. <laughs> watch Purge Yourself on some old cartoons. <laughs> Go back and watch A Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, and bask in the glory of what jerks they were to each other and how, how that was celebrated. Uh, great. Oh, they're such jerks in that cartoon. It's the best. And I think from... Amy, you know, she just kind of brings home, you know, a lot of points that that we encourage. And mm -hmm. that is, you know, be supportive of each other. So yeah. you never know what's happening uh, with other people. And, and ask to, for help when you need it. And ask for help when you need it. Yeah. And if you know something's what? too much for you, it's okay. And if you, it's sort of like, it's sort of like Halloween and walking up to a house with a strobe light. If you ask for advice, yeah. be prepared to be given it. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Be prepared to be scared. Totally. Like, that's part of it. Yeah. And, of course, the advice that we want to give you every week is stop feeling like shit for being a mom and uh, or dad or scare or that or that house on Halloween <laughs> or that new mom who wants to murder their in-laws or whatever. Or Just, the nanny. Or the nanny. Stop feeling <laughs> like shit. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. I got to low down mama blues. I got to low down mama blues. Got to low down mama blues. Low down mama blues. We'd like to thank Max Fun, Lindsay Pavlis, our engineer, our husbands, Stefan Lawrence and Jesse Thorne, our perfect children who provide us with inspiration to say all these horrible things, and of course, you, our listeners. To find out more about the songs you heard on today's podcast, and more about the show, please go to MaximumFun.org. One Bad Mother is a member of the Maximum Fun family of podcasts. To support the show, visit MaximumFun.org and click on Donate. If you have a genius or fail moment you'd like to share on the show, then leave us a message at 206-350-9485. Full-on rage-induced rants are also welcome. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.